Hi there. You're listening to Lindisfarne Anglican Church's Sermon Podcast, a place where you can hear God's Word preached if you weren't able to join us at one of our services during the week. My prayer for you today is that as you listen to this message, you'd be challenged, encouraged, and equipped to live as a disciple of Christ in the world. May God richly bless you as you listen to this message today. Christmas is indeed a uh, wonderful time of the year, isn't it? Uh, it's a crazy time, a busy time, but uh, I love all of that. It's a, it's a great chance for us as the church to talk to many people about Jesus, who is the centre of uh, my, not only my life, but uh, of, the, of the meaning and purpose of this church and its reason for existence, uh, to worship uh, the Lord Jesus and to serve him and to see his message ring out loud uh, in Lindisfarne and beyond. Uh, but I also uh, love the great relief that I feel at about 11am tomorrow uh, at Christmas. Uh, when no longer am I stressed about many services and all things that need to be done, uh, but instead can relax with my family. The other thing that I think makes Christmas so good uh, for many of us, I think, is its connection with the end of the year. Of course, this time next week, uh, we'll be doing perhaps more unholy things than we are tonight uh, as we ring out the year that has been and look forward to the one that is to come. And at the end of every year, uh, we get that great psychological reset, don't we? Many of us are going to spend time, no doubt, uh, once the craziness of Christmas wraps up over the next day or two, uh, thinking about our lives, thinking about how we'd like to do things differently in a new year. Uh, and exactly in, and, and in one week's time, as the fireworks go off and as we're uh, sipping on our favourite beverage, we will think and feel and get this great moment of thinking, wow, I've got a fresh start, uh, I can live differently this year. Well, with that in mind, as we've gathered here, not on New Year's Eve, but on Christmas Eve, I want to suggest that, in fact, Christmas is an even better time for us to take stock and to press reset on our lives than New Year's Eve and days. And I think we see why as we reflect on uh, that reading in Titus, which uh, shows us something of the, the wonder and the magnitude of the Christmas story. You remember those words that Ken read to us, for the grace of God has appeared that offers salvation to all people. It teaches us to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions and to live self-controlled, upright and godly lives in this present age, while we wait for the blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Saviour, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us to redeem us from all wickedness and to purify for himself a people that are his very own, eager to do what is good. And as we reflect tonight on these words that uh, are a reflection on what God has done at Christmas, uh, I want us to see three things. That God is offering each of us salvation, that that salvation empowers us to change our lives, and that that salvation also means a total new set of priorities for us. We see in verse 11 of the Titus reading, if you want to flick back to it in 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 the booklet, 
uh, that God's offer to us is of salvation at Christmas. The grace of God has appeared. The Lord Jesus Christ has come uh, and he offers salvation to all of us. Remember what the angels and the shepherds, uh, the angels, sorry, say to the shepherds when they appear. Verses, uh, verses 9 to 11 of Luke's gospel that we had read. An angel of the Lord appeared to them and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a saviour has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. A saviour is born. And the offer of salvation wasn't just a one-time thing that these angels were offering the shepherds in the field, but it was a salvation on offer to all humans for all time. Through faith in Jesus, as we look to him afresh this Christmas, we find ourselves offered, and if we simply receive, having the wonderful gift of salvation. And when we receive that gift, we find our lives radically changed, which is what we read in chapter, uh, in verse 12 of our top reading from Titus, that salvation empowers us to live a changed life. Now, I don't know about you, but every year for the past five or six, at least, I've been promising to get thinner and to learn the guitar. And I'm fatter. <laughs> And I can't play guitar. Neither of these things seem to be happening to me. Uh, And I think there's a whole range of reasons why that might be. But partly, it reminds us, doesn't it, that there's actually nothing different about December 31 and January 1. It's just another day. And unless I have some sort of deep change of heart or a deep change of conviction, then my New Year's resolutions are ultimately meaningless because there's no difference between January 1 and April 1. It's just on one we get to call ourselves fools because perhaps that's what we really are. But Christmas resolutions are different because at Christmas we meet Christ And we see that in Christ we receive God's grace. And when we receive God's grace that saves us, it not only saves us, but it changes us. It teaches us to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions and instead say yes to self-controlled, upright and godly lives. Not just out of our own will, but out of the miraculous work of God in our hearts. God empowers us to live lives that please God when we trust in him. Many of us think that we need to live up to God's standards in order for him to accept us. Christmas tells us that we could never live up and yet God loves us so much he was willing to die for us so that we could be radically changed to live for him. If you've turned up today and you're unsure whether God is pleased with you, Let me tell you that he's not. But he does love you. And the whole reason and purpose of Christmas is that he wanted to show grace to you and demonstrate his love by sending his son into the world to live in the mess. To live in perfect obedience to God.
and to die in our place so that we might live and have our lives transformed through faith in him. Christmas can change us as we experience for ourselves the salvation on offer as God's spirit goes to work and empowers us to live a changed life. But we also see as we respond with faith to God's salvation, to this wonderful story of God sending his son into the world for us, that we have a complete change of priorities when we respond to God in faith. When we receive God's salvation at Christmas... Rather than simply remembering a cute story about a baby, God actually helps us to see the beauty and the wonder of what he's done and he radically helps us to change our lives. See, you might have spent your life up to this point living for a promotion or paying off the mortgage or a bigger house, happy family. You might be living for the adoration of your children or you might be living for your next fix of whatever drug you fancy. I don't know what it is that you're living for here tonight, but I do know this, that once you've met the Lord Jesus and you know that he saved you from your sin, And that he loves you so much he was willing to enter this world so that he could rescue you from all the pain. All of that other stuff simply fades into the background and the only thing that truly matters is living in response to God's love for you. Instead of you living your life for yourself, you live your life hoping for and waiting for the appearing of the glory of God, our great and God and Saviour, Jesus Christ. You live looking forward, remembering that Christ has come and looking forward to his coming again. Jesus came once as a cute baby in a manger, but he will come again as the king. And when he does, if we are people of faith, he will welcome us home as we experience eternity with him. God changes our priorities when he saves us by sending his son. Well, this Christmas, I pray you know the love of God for you. I pray this Christmas that you would not get caught up in the endless remembering of a cute story about a poor baby, But rather, you'd remember that that story points us to the wonderful and amazing grace of God who entered this world in true humility so that he could save each and every one of us. God loves you. He is offering salvation to you this Christmas. He simply asks that you say yes to him. And if that is something that you have never done but you'd like to do, let me know on one of those cards that you see on the end of your pews there and I'll follow up with you about what that looks like. But as we gather, not just at Christmas, but each and every week, we remember this story. 
that Christ came into this world to save sinners, you and me, and he did it because he loves us. And when we know it, we're changed forever. May this Christmas see you live a life that is radically transformed by the grace of God in Jesus Christ. Amen. Hey there. Thanks so much for listening to this message today. I hope you were encouraged by God as he spoke to you by his Holy Spirit. Please head to our website if you'd like more information about our church, www.lindisfarneanglican.org.au or like us on Facebook by searching Lindisfarne Anglican. We are a church for Lindisfarne, making disciples of Jesus. God bless.